What's going on, my friends? Yay, it's Wednesday, friggin' hump day. Gentle uh, mist of rain is coming down. I think it's going to get a little precipitation tonight, but it's supposed to dry up over the next couple days. That's cool. Weekend's coming, my friends. When the weekend comes, I'm going to get live with the honey. Boo doo 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 working all week. Get a buy for my money. When the weekend comes, I'm going to get live with the honey. But not this honey, this skeezer walking, looking at her phone and smoking a cigarette in the misty rain, Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Hope you guys can hear this. I'm speaking right into the microphone. I got to work on my commuting podcast setup. I know improvements can be made, but I'm getting feedback, so turn up that radio. Motherfucker! Here we go. Uh, I have a a topic of conversation that I might have touched on previously, but I'm going to mention it again, all right? Using the strength to overcome your weakness. Everybody's got strengths and everybody's got weaknesses, am I right? Um, You know, some of the things that I've done throughout my life and what you've done, your accomplishments throughout your life, your lives, you know, you got some accolades, me too. But we've also fallen down more than a few times, made the mistakes that we all, as human beings, make, some more than others, and of course you got to learn from those mistakes. A lot of times, we also mind-fuck ourselves. So, we quit on ourselves. The mental picture, we lose it. Um, And we give up. We've all done it. We'll all do it in the future, hopefully, less and less. But sometimes... A good run is better than a bad stand. Yes, yes. In other words, sometimes it's the right thing to do to cut your losses and change course. Because change is the only constant in this world. And the universe hasn't the foggiest idea who you are or what you're doing. Contrary to those um, Bible bangers out there who think that we've got a personal God looking down on us, master of puppet pulling our strings, right? No disrespect to anybody, but it just seems a little bit far-fetched with all that we know about this, this, uh, we used to say this world, right? Well, now we know more than just about this world, its physical laws, and it's, um, we've had a lot of time and advancement that has occurred over the past three, four, five hundred years. Over the last decade, things move faster and faster, and so we know a lot, and that uh, you think things are predetermined, or you've got a grandfatherly entity staring down from the clouds, you know, controlling your every move. It's a nice story, but it's a story, in my opinion. We can ad- agree to disagree. And whatever works for you, ultimately, right? Not to make this about uh, religion. Well, there's always going to be a touch of that in my uh, podcasts, if I really am honest, because uh, I'm kind of an agnostic. I'm a searcher. Uh, I'm not necessarily bound to any 
hard conclusions about, you know, I'm open to things. Maybe there is a grandfatherly individual made in our own image that's I can have a personal relationship with. But it does not seem likely because mankind is only one kind. You understand what I'm saying? We got other species. Yeah, Madre, she wants me to come home. I'm heading home. High rate of speed, but not too high of a rate. Heading home to my family after a long, hard day, man. Anyway, let's get off the uh, theological stance, but uh, you understand. You're going to see how that colors. It colors everything that I do, my feelings, and I'm always asking questions about uh, about the big picture, the big questions of life. I'm interested in these things. Uh, I have some ideas that might differ from other people. That's we're all entitled. Yes, yes. Talked to somebody today. She mentioned about the Jehovah's Witnesses showing up at her house, and uh, you know this is what how she handles it, and they're very nice. And she has somebody who's a member of a church, kind of like a Pennsylvania Dutch Mennonite influence, and. Uh, this is how we're going to, um, you know, she's a good friend of hers from work, and every year she does some bake sale to support a family that's needy or something, and it's a very, very good thing to do, some very virtuous aspects of church and people coming together and relying upon one another and believing that we can help everybody, and, um, you know, so some of the details are kind of beside the point when you consider the good that man that mankind has gleaned from religion every every civilization that we've studied in all aspects of history have included some sort of framework like religion whether we're talking about the Greeks or the, uh, the Hebrews or the Muslims or the Christians everybody's got their story Buddhists etc etc thousands of religions Egyptologists, you can worship Amun-Ra. How does this all relate to what I'm about to tell you? I don't friggin' know, but it's a long day and I'm hypoglycemic. And I did talk about these things today with a, a good friend and we bounced some ideas off one another. Always interesting. So, I talked to somebody else today and uh, he just brought he just brought this up. He asked about, oh, he said, hey, doc, you know, Dr. Drill, Dr. O, whatever. In the boot camp, I noticed that no class that you teach, that you instruct, is like the one before. It's amazing how, and we're talking about how it's amazing that you can you can make every class kind of unique and, um, and provide this experience that never gets boring. And asked, like, how do you do that? You know, like, you, you have all these different versions of workouts and... We're laughing, we're carrying on, and we get, we're inside and we're outside, and it's never boring. And my answer to why that is, is that I am essentially a madman. <laughs> now, I'm not a madman, but I would probably have been diagnosed in the 80s, 90s time frame, perhaps I was, as... Uh, having attention deficit disorder or something like that. ADHD. Yeah, diagnoses, the psychological diagnoses become more widespread. Uh, we're getting more, more and more kids 
diagnosed with various uh, maladies and conditions and such, and I was definitely an excitable boy, right? There's a song called Just an Excitable Boy. Well, this is something that's inherent to the male makeup, uh, dare I say. Boys like to get into a lot of trouble, they like to rough house, they got a lot of energy, etc., and so um, I lacked focus, I got into a little bit of trouble, and I probably, I'm definitely not like the rest, so I'm a genuine person, I think we all are to a degree, but I let my freak flag fly, I always have, and the more I've experienced in life, the more confidence I've appreciated, um, the more I've gotten under my belt, I have, you know, basically generated the balls to live the way that I want to live and make it work for me. That's what I've done, I think. Uh, I've taken, you know, relatively imbalanced mental capacity and killed that demon and made it my bitch for the most part. Now, I'm very art artistic individual and that kind of emerged in my late 20s something like that once I got a lot of these things out of my um, out of the way right I went to school I, I joined the Marine Corps um, early I liked the discipline I liked the structure I liked it It was the hardest thing I could ever you know arguably one of the hardest things you could ever do as a U.S. citizen and um, I bought into a kind of a theological that was my religion. It was the Marine Corps. I freaking got a buzz cut. I wore T-shirts. I worked out. I wanted to be an infant. I want to do the hardest thing that you could do in the Marine Corps. And so that's pretty much the Marine Corps infantry. It's a hard life. It's a it's a rough. You got to be tough. You got to be um, aggressive. You have to be able to negotiate the pecking order of being a testosterone laden male, young, dumb, and full of cum, you know, you have to be able to put yourself into that situation and survive it. And there, there are harsher environments, but it's pretty badass to be a United States Marine grunt. So I did that. I get out. I go to school. I had, uh, backing up into my, uh, my, my early scholastic days and my potentially having attention deficit disorder, I was one of those discarded misfit toys who all the guidance counselors said that I could not, I was not going to be college prep. Meanwhile, all my buddies, they were in higher classes and gifted and talented was a phrase that you would hear uh, thrown around. Oh, I was, I'm in gifted and talented. She's in gifted and talented. She's a scholar and an athlete. And I remember that at the end of the, um, the school year as a junior and senior, senior, I guess, they had an assembly and they told everybody to come into this uh, auditorium because they were awarding scholarships. And you never know, even if you didn't sign up for something, even if you weren't the best student, maybe you would get a scholarship, right? Well, I didn't get shit. And I had gone to vocational school, there was nothing wrong with that, but I was basically a gaff-off. I've told you this story before, it was a gaff-off because I wasn't scholastically... Um, of high aptitude, I thought. So I friggin' was happier drinking beer and hanging out with my girlfriend and my buddies anyway. We were all in the same boat. Uh, 
So I joined the Marines. I come out the other side of that four years later with a shitload of confidence and some experience, and I've been all over uh, the world, and I, I survived that pecking order, and I had a shitload of fucking confidence. I went to college from the ground up, remedial courses, and I looked to my left and right, I saw unfocused kids who probably had tremendous raw talent scholastically and better grades and higher ambitions and higher expectations, and all I had was four years of the military and a lot of life experience comparatively. I was 22, and I went to school from the ground up to the doctorate level. Now I've got an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's, and a doctorate. And a degree from the School of Infantry. Grunt University, right? We used to have t-shirts, Grunt University, right? (laughs) Because everybody else was in college, and here we went to Grunt University. We were badasses. So, uh, anyway, I'm telling you this because there is book learning, and then there's learning by doing. And there's a whole lot of people out there that have, um, they, they believe that they aren't cut out for whatever. They could never do that. I could never do that. I could never go to college. I could never join the Marine Corps. I could never, you know, what have you. And, you know, whoever said that, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right every time. It's God's honest truth. So you have to believe in yourself. You have to prepare and you have to believe. And you have to jive those two because if you prepare but you don't believe, you're going to fail. And if you believe but you don't prepare, you're fucked. And so do both. Uh, Putting the icing on the cake, my wife just kind of shared with me, my son hasn't been really doing good in math. And I sucked in math and so did she. And we're not math people. That's another mind fuck. Uh, you know, we we're just not. Yeah, we struggle too, and so it's okay if our kids almost expected if our kids struggle because we did, and maybe we're just not math people, right? So my son, he's got attention issues in school. He's a uh, 11 years old. He's got his first girlfriend. He's FaceTiming with her. Um, my kids are navigating their way through this world based upon the guidance of their teachers and their and their parents, and pretty soon their peer group is going to be the driving force. What are you doing, you know, as you grow up? How are you doing in school? What are you going to do when you graduate? What do you want to be when you grow up? And my son's been struggling in math. We have him with, he's got some special assistance. He's got an IEP. And, uh, we're going to have to meet and talk about this potential diagnosis of attention deficit um, disorder. And so he might potentially be diagnosed with... They've already said that he, he has characteristics of this. He's an excitable boy, right? Well, I'm, he might be very well be diagnosed with the condition that I know full well I probably would be. If I, you know, if, if I was a little boy today, 
He reminds me of me. And so I'm, I'm not so frightened. Uh, you know, I don't like to hear that. I wish my kids had natural abilities, a tremendous athlete. He's a funny kid. He's very social, but he doesn't do well in certain classes. And maybe he's an excitable boy and, and has problems focusing, right? So I don't like to hear that. But it's life, and I've been through it, and I've been spat out the other side. And a lot of the things that I have been able to do in this life have had to do with fucking elbow grease, gritting it out, driving through, and believing in myself. Spending enough time on my goals and envisioning what it would be like to succeed in whatever area, school, athletics, social circles, whatever. I am kind of proof that you can do whatever you want to do in this life. And, you know, you got to match your friggin' efforts with your dreams. There's another quote, forget who said it, but, you know, it's okay to build your castles in the sky. That's where they should be. But put a foundation under them now, right? So that's what I'm talking about. Being diligent, putting your nose to the freaking grindstone, putting your head down and freaking driving through, preparing, but also believing in yourself and surrounding yourself doing the things, taking action, surrounding yourself with good people and doing the things that successful people do. Study hard, exercise hard, get good sleep, surround yourself with good people, good friends, be kind to everyone. These are things, lessons that are worth far more than anything he's going to learn in school. It's just school of hard knocks, you know? And so... Maybe that was TMI about my son, but uh, we all deal with these things, you know? And so I am going to embrace whatever the his teachers and uh, the special education community and school psychologists have to say. And, of course, my wife is a special education phenom, so we can help him at home. We can we got a lot of people... That, that are in the know that can assist. But I also know something. And it is that I was told very definitively that I was going to be some wrench turner. Nothing wrong with that. But I was going to be some working class hero. And that I wasn't cut out for college. And, you know, I wasn't going to, you know, based upon whatever. This is my life set before me. And I, in fact, you know, that's, that was a fair bet to make because I know a lot of people who between their, the combination of nature and nurture, that's where they wound up. They were working class. They were a wrench turner. They remain that way. They're successful and that's fine. That's, that was their, you know, that was what they wanted to do with their life. But I wasn't to be tamed. I wasn't going to be 
living what somebody else, somebody else's expectation were of me. I wrote my own story. I believe that. I don't believe it was destiny for me to be a doctor or to be a college professor. I believe I fucking worked for that, man. And I made sacrifices. And I, I, I found out how other people did it. And I did it myself. And I wanted it. I wanted it hard enough, badly enough, to go after it and take those proper steps in order to attain my goals. And any fucking buddy, particularly in the year 2019, can do whatever the hell they want. Whatever you want to be, to do, you can be that and you can do it. And so on some level, I'm looking forward to a sit-down with the uh, scholastic psychology powers that be and telling them that once upon a time, you know, the power, the magnitude, the significance of a um, school counselor, however well-meaning, categorized me in a certain way, or teachers that gave up on me because I wasn't willing to learn. They never went the extra step trying to figure out what it was that made me tick. I had to believe in myself. And once I started believing in myself and working hard, people believed in me. And they saw the potential. And so we can all fucking do that all day, every day. Yes, yes. Going to freaking get some grub. Love my family. You do the same. (laughs) Huh!